Give me that countdown, please. Five, four, three, two, one. We back, baby. Hey. Hey, two days in a row. What's going on with you, baby? What's up? Oh, oh, okay. You got a, uh, you got a little something there. All right, never mind. I do, I do. I got do. your, uh, got your, got your glass sitting there. All right, that's right. Um, we talked last night. Uh, how, 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 how has the day been for you today? Uh, I'm ready for. As we said, we're, uh, I'm ready for Friday. Let's get through this week and the, the holiday with the uh, President's Day. President's Day this weekend. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm ready. Uh, we got a pretty good movie coming up tomorrow too, as well. Yes. For all intents and purposes, it seemed to be um a pretty uh the reviews on them been pretty outstanding. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. So we'll uh uh we'll uh definitely uh, I'll be our next one that we do. Yeah. 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 So HBO Max, the uh, the gift that keeps on giving. But tonight, my friend, yes. we're doing the little things. Yeah. Um, Denzel, Jared, uh, Rami, uh, Malek. So this is going to be um, those are three, by the way, fantastic actors. Can uh, can't say anything uh, wrong with that. But the movie itself, we're gonna we're actually gonna get into. But first and foremost, my friend, what are you sipping on tonight? You gave me a little preview. Well, before that, uh, what is the little things? Okay. Uh, it gets the job done. Uh, it's a rainy day movie. All right. Not every podcast we do be like, oh man, this movie was bomb. It was that shit was dope. No, 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 no. This movie gets the job done on a rainy day when you when you got HBO Max, it's on the app, and, you, and you're scrolling through, and you see recently released, and you go, it's got to be better than Wonder Woman. So you press play. It's a rainy day movie. It gets the job done. You know what it is? It's a vodka tonic. First of all, that's highly disrespectful to a vodka tonic. <laughs> it depends on the vodka. Out there. It depends on the vodka. But if you order a vodka tonic, you're not ordering top shelf vodka tonic. You're ordering, you know, if you go to a bar, you say vodka tonic. It's a well. I like my, uh, I like my Belvedere. Yeah, you're not getting that. Who, who, who gets a vodka tonic with Belvedere? I do. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Nah, I, I, I stick to the Tito's. <laughs> Tito's is good. I like yeah. Tito's, but yeah, nah, you're getting, Tito's. you're getting, what's below Smirnoff? You're getting a military special. Well, if you go to a stop, bar, stop, don't do that. Don't if do, you I go to a bar, tonic. I don't do no hell no. I'm not getting no fucking military. Anything you you show up here right now. You show up my house with a fucking plastic bottle. I'm gonna grab it from you, say thank you, and smack you upside your head with it. Military fucking special. I'm gonna use that for gas in my car. Thank you very much for saving me ten bucks. Military special. What are you gonna bring us a pop off next to as well? The plastic bottle. I, I swear to God, dude, the plastic. <laughs> You show up with a plastic bottle. Yeah, we was Your talking about going in recycling bin. So we was talking about uh, before we started this. When <laughs> someone grabs the Bud Light, we we're quietly judging this person. Like, now we're not talking about it for a party beer pong. That's not what we're talking no, about. We're no, talking no, the no, individual no. who who wants to drink and grabs the Bud Light, the can, twenty four. You can't even eat the bottle. with the can? We just when I see somebody and I'm and I'm looking at my tequila or my cognacs, and I'm I'm the man do say privilege, seventeen thirty eight, and here comes this person, <laughs> just like the SpongeBob mean the fish walking through the doors, minding his business, grabs mm-hmm. the military special. <laughs> <laughs> this is disgusting. I don't understand you. Oh I understand. my god. 
Why is it even a brand? Who makes you? Who made you like this? Who made you like this? It's a plastic bottle. It's it's disgusting. Got me turn uh, to Ha Ha Davis. The little the, the guard. The uh <laughs> the little things is a vodka tonic. I stand by it. You're not you're not ordering a Belvedere vodka tonic. You know I love my Belvedere. What am I sipping on tonight? Uh a small cognac company uh, distilled directly from France to Louisiana. It's called Lafayette. Oh, it's in a it's in a tall bottle for those audio only. It's a VSOP. It's a VSOP. Uh, it's a very small, small company, direct from France, uh, imported directly into New Orleans. It's really good. Happy with it. Uh, bottle was around forty three dollars. It's a hot cognac price, but good. I like it. Um, I'm drinking what I think this movie is. It's a Corona seltzer. It's cheap. It's- it's highly disrespectful to Corona Saucer. It's available. And like this movie, you don't feel it the next day. <laughs> hey, I had <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, I had to. You think we'll see uh in the next Fast and Furious when they when they break bread, the Vin Diesel gonna pop out a Corona extra? I mean a Corona uh, Corona uh saucer. If he does, I'll send him and salute that motherfucker like it's salute five o'clock on base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not for real though. Um, no, no, I ain't on Corona Seltzer, but this uh this movie is not a Corona Seltzer. I I love uh seltzers. I was gonna actually sip with some brown tonight. Then as I start going through my list for the movie, I was like, you know what? You're drinking the brown because it's Thursday. Yes, you know I love my that's, Thursdays. That, that's how you treat your Thursdays, no matter what we're doing here. For me, I usually drink how I feel about the product or what's available to me. And I could have got I, I'm looking at Several other liquors here too as well. I'm looking at uh some uh, some tequila. I'm looking at a nice bottle of uh of Hennessy. I still got the Johnny uh the Johnny Black over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got several um I got the Gentleman's Jack over there too as well. But nope, not doing all that. I'm sipping on the uh the seltzer. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying myself because this is the drink that I choose. This is not the reflection of the movie, even though that little line I had earlier. I mean, kind of a little bit. That works. It, it works. It, it works. It fits. It works. But um. Yeah, uh, I want to move on from that. Saying this too, as well, uh, we mentioned you mentioned that not all movies we're going to we're not actually you know in love with. This is one of those movies, and in some parts, I'm going to have to drag this movie too as well. Mm-hmm. Some things it does well, some things it doesn't. Yeah, oh yeah. So, and things that we want to make sure we have a certain brand when it comes to recommending movies. We're like we're not just like what Jair said. It's raining. You got nothing else to do. You got an HBO Max if you paid for it. I want to go buy HBO Max for this movie, which, by the oh. way, there's a lot of great movies coming out for HBO Max. If you don't have it, I may highly recommend it. It is 16 bucks a month. It's a little bit on the pricey side for an app, but there's a lot of good movies coming out. This is what I want to say. I finally got to it. I had to stall long enough. If I went out to the movie theater with old girl, I paid for the popcorn, I paid for the ticket, and I said the movie theater and actually watched this shit. I'd have been, I'd have been a little, I'd have been probably just a little hot. But because I sit on the comfort of my couch and pay 16 bucks a month to watch many of titles, I wasn't as angry or as upset. But at the same time, I have to treat the movie the same. Jair, are you ready to do this? That's that's interesting you brought that up because I was I was thinking about it as a gauge, what if I was at the movie theater? And I was thinking like if if you or I where we were going out that night, we were already downtown or wherever, and we got a few hours to burn. And we just so happened, you know, it was like, yo, the little things, 
I would have been okay at best with it. If it's like I'm planning my weekend around a movie event. Which we which we have done plenty of times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I would have been livid. <laughs> I would have been livid. There's a lot of hype in this. You had Denzel, Jared Leto. I mean, the cast. I mean, damn. Rami and, Malek. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. All right, so yeah, I know how we do here. I miss for bias. Um, I like was like going through the list for everybody. Uh, <clears throat> we always like start with the intro, the sidebar. This movie doesn't have much of a monologue before it. We didn't have anything written for this one. Uh, but categories we go with for today: all lights category. We'll go over the uh, best action scene, best drama scene, best comedic scene. Oh, excuse me, controversy category. Uh, we go all our outstanding features as far as actor actresses. Uh, best outstanding feature scene, best supporting line, sound uh, soundtrack category, best soundtrack moment, uh, last call category, an iconic Kodak moment in this movie. How is the movie aged, or how you think it will age? And also, would you want a sequel? Jair, would you like to start us off, please? But before that, do you have any last words on the overall of this movie before you get into the uh, the uh, the course dinner for this one? Uh, obviously, spoilers ahead. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, Jair. What's uh all the lights category? Best action scene. What you got? It's tough for this movie. There's not a lot of action. This isn't an Iron Man or a, or a Tenant where, where a Tenant, we were like, man, we, we forgot the driving scene. We talked about it afterwards. Like, yo, we left out a great sequence. Uh, there's not a lot of action. There's not a lot of explosions. You're not getting, this isn't a Michael Bay film. All right. Where you, you got your pick of the litter. Uh, the, the intro. Sorry, I sound like a broken record, but Damn. You got this girl. She's listening to the radio. She's having a great time. We mm-hmm. all been there. You in the car by yourself. What, what's that record for you, Ricky? Nighttime driving by yourself. You just you blasting it. Oh, man. I'm nighttime driving. I'm probably going some Bryson Tiller, to be honest. So That's good. Goal. That's good. I got yeah. a Pyramids, Frank Ocean, my go-to nighttime driving record. I'm blasting it, all right? Mm-hmm. Chris is having a great time, all right? It's probably Thursday, Thursday, you know? About to meet up with the friends. Here comes this car right behind you with the headlights. And it's just, it's like a hunt, like, like, like Shark Tank week. This car mm-hmm. is speed up. It's slowing down. You, you, and you think the girl's gotten away. And then the guy speeds up again. You pull up to the side of the road on the gas station. And it becomes, it, at this point, it's like a, a scary movie. Right. Essentially. You're like, what are you doing? There's no one in the gas station. Keep driving. You're like screaming at the TV. You're like coaching as if you're in that situation. And I think that the, the intro got me really excited for this movie. And you know what? That intro, looking back at the movie too as well, and for everybody that's watching us, I hope you watch the movie first. Now watching this to, for, you know, to get what the movie's about, then go watch it. Um, as you heard that beginning part, that was that was before we said spoilers. That was your 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 way to exit out. But that the beginning of the scene, the beginning scene you mentioned was kind of like the movie, that it built up to a lot, mm-hmm. and at the end it didn't really deliver to anything. It's flat. Like when she got rescued by the um by the truck driver, it was like, oh, what the hell was that? Right, right. <laughs> like I thought it was going one way, but right, right, right. You did something that I didn't see coming, which can be good, but it depends how it's delivered. And I actually will go into that. I have a take on that one. Uh, for me, when uh, Rami, when Rami got into the car with uh, Jared Leto, even though, like you said, it's not a lot of uh, fists being thrown, kicks, you know, gun shootouts, right, right, any right, of that. Right, right. 
But when uh, Rami got in the car with uh, Jared's, uh, Jared Leto's character, or both the characters got in the car, and then Denzel's coming around the corner, and he sees that immediately. And he just immediately just hops in the car and goes out and throws a coffee down and goes after him. Just the buildup of that was good action. Because, honestly, like, you have the villain and the hero in a weird predicament. Jared Leto's character's like, hey, you want to you wanna see where, where she's at? I'll take you to her right now. And Rami, he thinks that he has he's on a, cl- a clock mandate right at this point. Forty eight hours, bring the man in. Like every eighties uh, detective movie you've seen a show, mm-hmm. you got forty eight hours, Smith, or some shit like that. <laughs> That's accurate, though. Yeah, it is. You, you got in your badge, so leave <laughs> the weapon every time. <laughs> <laughs> Too old for this shit. No, nah, but he bring, <laughs> <laughs> he bring he brings the man in. <laughs> he's trying to bring the man in. Yeah. And he's so desperate. He's out all night away from the family. I get that. I understand that as a man that um that goes about his uh his days in a certain way. And he gets in the car. I thought that was the um I thought that was the best action scene I saw. It built up because you have two very, very fine actors and one scene where tensions are getting really, really high. And you have Denzel in the car behind him, tracking him. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. So that was actually my, uh, the, the, have you driven in LA before at nighttime? Mm-hmm. It is a it's very, something about it. something about it. That it, It's very unique. And those who have driven it are going, listen to this pattern are going, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it right there. The city is so big. It's five, six lane highways. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's a huge city. It's busy. So when they're cutting back and forth between Denzel's car, Jared, Jared Leto's car, you, you feel that energy. But it's also so empty and hollow. It's busy, but it's hollow. Once you get past get downtown yep. and you pass, you're going south. It's like, it's, you're, it's this hollowness to it, which is kind of the, 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 the theme of this movie, for good or for worse. And I, I, I remembered like just that feeling of driving in LA at night. Yeah, driving to LA at night's its own thing. Like it's almost like the um, that and like the drive going into Vegas. Yeah. It's just That's one right. of those, it's like one of those just iconic things that you've seen like in the movies on TV. You've seen some uh songs about it. Uh insert Cali rapper talking about you know, driving in my six four impala. Like it's just something about yeah about driving in that area that was like wow i'm here doing this yeah so especially not being from when you're from there you're like man fuck this traffic i'm trying to get out of here yeah, yeah but you know for the for the rest of us it's like wow i'm on vacation just trying to have a little bit of fun right 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 so yeah uh you said that was uh was that your best drama scene no i have another okay what's what's your uh best drama scene to me it's the interrogation they're going back. They they get uh, seems to be Jared Leto. They're they pulling out the photos. The, he's pulling the, the Denzel's calling up. Don't you get the feeling he's enjoying this? They're showing the, the all the photos. The guy Jared Leto is just loving the intention. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you have this thing earlier in the movie where uh, when they interrogate the first guy, I forgot his name. Excuse me. And he looks into the, the glass double mirror. He's looking, Denzel's like on the complete other side, right? Mm-hmm. They do that same thing again, but this time Jared Leto is looking direct. 
into Denzel's eyes as if, as if he knows exactly where he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a, you're building up to it. You're trying to figure out what's going on. Is he, isn't he the guy? At this point in the movie, you're thinking it has to be him. Right. We ain't got that much time left, big fella, to figure out who else is out there. So I thought that was a, that was the drama scene for me. Uh, for me, it's when Denzel was trailing Leto going about his day. When yeah. he was on the highway and he um, he followed him. But Leto had pulled over to the side. So Denzel goes around mm-hmm. and he sees uh, he goes back to where Leto was. and He's not there. He looks over on the other side of the highway and there's Leto. So he drives yeah. around the uh, the exit at the same time. Right, Leto right, takes right. the exit and they're both on the other end. And eventually Leto lets him catch up to him. Mm-hmm. They have a they have a little conversation, right? Uh, Denzel has a gun on him, and Leto kind of calls him out. It's like you know, I, I pretty much won this round. But the big part of that whole area where they're on the highway is that there was a death in that in that area too. Mm-hmm. So Leto, being the uh, the crazed maniac, he, I mean, we'll get into the actual crime whether he did or not. But being the the maniac he is, he just loves the attention. And he knows so much about these cases because he's a fan of these cases, regardless. You saw when Denzel broke into his house. He had the, um, the, he had the yeah, he had the clippings, mm-hmm. the press clippings of uh, different um, uh, crimes and uh, different uh, individuals that were stolen, taken, killed. Mm-hmm. So he, he he's well aware. And he's playing right into the uh, detective's hands with this. He loves the attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that I think that was the best one for me. Um, best comedic scene. I'll tell you right now, I got nothing. Oh, I got one. I got I got nothing for this one. I didn't find this movie to be. Like, ha! Damn, that shit was funny. I got one but for you. You got one? All right, what is it? Very early when Denzel's first introduced and they're at the restaurant and instead of Black Ingus, it says Black Anus. And he's talking He's talking about how many uh, guys, how many, how many uh, excuse me, customers he's going to miss. And then they, they pan to the restaurant and it says Black Anus and Denzel goes, uh, not exactly a happy meal, is it? <laughs> that's all you got. It's the one that was, line. That was that one. That's yeah. No. <laughs> it was a little throwaway. Not exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Good for you for catching up on that one. I didn't really have much here for best comedic scene, but this movie wasn't meant to be funny. So, well, it kind of is, but in a bad way. That's what we're about to get into. <laughs> you know what? In Jared Leto voice of a character he played by someone else who played it better. At first, I thought this movie was a tragedy, but then I realized it was a comedy. Yeah. So the whole money was the the whole the whole movie was the joke, yeah. And the joke was on us, the audience, you, the <laughs> listener. <laughs> we made those scenes sound so much cooler than what they were, by the way. Oh yeah, everything we talked about so far, ladies and gentlemen, you watch the movie, you'll see it for yourself. The the anticipation is there, like it's good anticipation and solid acting. The movie is shot with great cameras, like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the acting, I'm not sure, man. With this cast, this was not Denzel's best performance, but he did what he was needed for the movie. Denzel was kind of winning. I don't want Denzel to be just like he did. No, first of all, before I get blasted, I probably will just for what I said. He was a little wooden in this one. He was. Denzel did his job. His character was. His character was wooden. Denzel's not. Yeah, I need, but when I get Denzel in a movie, I want blockbuster. I want, I want a superstar performance. I don't want the guy getting. 15, 5, and 5. I need you getting 20 points. All right? He definitely got you 15, 5, and 5 in this movie. No, he, no, no, yeah, he's not bad by any fucking means. Everybody relax. But mm-hmm. there's some Denzel apologists out there. Ah, well, what good reason? But uh, even Jared Leto's character, the maniac, 
you know, how many times are we going to see the maniac with the <laughs> eyes who doesn't get enough sleep, who drinks Bud Light beer, as we find out in the movie. It's not Bud Light, but we who finds the, drinks the cheapest beer available. Works a blue collar job. Work, works the, the refrigerator company. I mean, how many times are we going to see this? And quite frankly, when I was watching this, I was like, have I been spoiled by some of the great det- True Detective season one, season three? Uh, Rami, uh, Rami Malek playing the detective, he played the role very well. Rami played well. I, I actually thought he might be the guy with his eyes. He was doing the whole th- What's the Netflix show? Um, with the eyes? Bird box? No, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no the, the detective show. I can't uh, think about it. I'm, I'm going to pull it up. But go ahead, speak on that. Uh, which part? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the case of Bird Box. <laughs> Bird Box two coming soon, baby. <laughs> I just we just greenlit. You remember seeing Machine Gun Kelly in that? Like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Why is Machine oh. Gun Kelly in Bird Box? He was in the house. He uh he fucked old girl in there. And then they they just drove out, and then they got mur- massacred. Hey, shout out to Machine Gun Kelly's agent. He's been in a lot of movies. Let's get out of here. Not <laughs> here. Let's get out of this Machine Gun Kelly talk. Hey, uh, um, Denzel. Yeah, the far, but like honestly, when it comes to Denzel, I want Wilt Chamberlain. Instead, I got yeah. Otto Porter. Wow, that is absurd. Mindhunter, by the way, Netflix. Mindhunter, okay, Netflix. Okay. Where it, we were saying, no, I, I say what I did for one reason. One, look up Will uh, Will Chamberlain and Otto Porter. Otto Porter could be Will Chamberlain's son. That's that's one number one. Number two, Denzel is the Will Chamberlain of acting. But this performance, based on the, the script that he was given, I mean, the best he could do was Otto Porter. Efficient numbers. You say 15, 5, and 5. You got efficient shooting, efficient numbers, but you didn't have too much of an impact on the game overall. You just played your role. You played your 30 minutes, and that was that. Um, Why did Denzel take the script in the first place? Why did all three of these actors take this? Well, Rami, Rami, I get it. He's still building, like, his his uh his resume. Rami's so, killing it. Yeah, well, Freddie Mercury, uh, yeah. he played too as well. But this is a as a detective, he 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 played a very good, very good detective. Jared Leto. I mean, how many times do you see Jared Leto be the crazy guy? I mean, one too many for sure. Like we, we see you in Joker. The people had. Oh. Well, he's he's playing Joker again in Justice League, which we will be doing here on this podcast too as yeah, well. You can, you can buy stock in that. <laughs> I might, you're on your own. Well, <laughs> I was like, I say I will. I'm just saying that don't count out Jared Leto as Joker just yet. But different pockets every day. I'll say my reasons why later. But how many times do we? I mean, Denzel. How many, Denzel's played a cop how many times now? How many movies? Oh, Man on Fire, Training Day. This one, um, deja vu, deja vu, yeah, very you know, like the equalizer. He played another like law enforcement type individual, yeah, like a former cop. Like, I this is as far as as cops go, Denzel. This is not his best performance, but it wasn't Denzel, though. It was a script, the script was wooden, the characters were written kind of blah. So, why would why would Denzel look this shit and be like, damn, this motherfucker's spitting? But regardless, though, don't forget this. Denzel gets paid twenty million, regardless what movie he does. I'm just curious why he chooses this movie. I heard today that uh, Denzel, well, read uh, today saw a video. Denzel and Leonardo DiCaprio are like the last two movie stars left. 
like you see a movie headline, but then you're like, oh, well, I'm going to go see it. I really don't give a damn what it's about. I was going to go watch it. Question for you. When's the last um, Denzel blockbuster? Big time movie. Flight? I mean, is that is that one hot movie? Every 10 year average. Wow. You're on your own. <laughs> you are on your own. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, nah, right. You on your own. Fuck that. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. Fuck <laughs> that. I'm out. Hey. <laughs> hey, a, hey, I am joking, by the way. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. It's not what I mean at all. But the Denzel performance we've seen in the past, like uh, your exes. Um, uh, when he played uh, uh, Hurricane, the boxer, uh, training day, uh, Coach Boone, I mean, running the Titans. Like, I need, I need, Denzel, he's such a good actor. He shouldn't be subjected to these scripts. And I just have questions why. I just have questions why he would, why he would take this. Jared Leto, once again, do you want to have range? Or are you just going to play the crazy man in every single thing you do? And Jared Leto's a fine actor. He's better than just playing uh, Baby Joker, which he did in this movie. Actually, this character is better than Joker from Justice League. <sighs> God. Do you have anything to add to that if we move on to the next category? Yeah, here's his latest movies. The Little Things, Equalizer 2, Roman J. Uh, Roman Fences. J. Esquire? Yeah. I don't think I saw that. Uh, Fences, Magnificent 7, Equalizer, Two Guns, Flight. Flight was what year? 2012. I mean, I said one hot album every 10 year average. That felt like that's the last, like, I have to go see this Denzel movie. Like, it was like, I have to. Like, there's no question. And Equalizer 2. Oh, Equalizer 1? Give me that. It was a good movie, but I, I, I wasn't. But it's still not blockbuster. No, that's I'm what I'm not, talking about. I'm not uh, making my weekend plans around going to see Equalizer. I was for Flight. The hype for Flight was unreal. Flight had hype. You yes. remember flying a plane backwards in the movie? Oh, yeah. Upside yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, inverted or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> and it suddenly played uh, an inverted. <laughs> and it, oh, my God. Mind blown. Mind blown. Yeah, but that... It's just been a while, Denzel. That's all I'm saying. It's been a while. And then this is your latest effort. All right. Thank you for bringing that up, too. I appreciate that. Uh, best supporting actor, actress for me, it's um. I gotta go, Rami. I, I go. You said in credits. <laughs> you can't go, Rami. Rami's the main character. There's like I, three main characters. You cannot go, Rami. But I feel like Denzel's like the main character. Does well, it though yeah. in this movie? That's true too as well. All right, I can't go, Rami. Um, give me a uh, Leto as well, Baby Joker. You can't go, Leto. <laughs> Also, one of the top three. There was that only was three actors in this entire movie. Who am I going to go with? You go with someone corner? else. Who? You got the corner. <laughs> I do have a corner. Uh, so, Sevilla Masabella. I hope I said that right. Tina, the girl in the in the opening scene. She's terrified. She's not really saying much. But really? She's, she's your best terrifying. supporting actress? Work she had me, two kid. scenes. We're, and there, there were two good scenes. What? They were Are good serious? scenes. Oh That's all I got. What did you me? <laughs> Ah, next. The corner was good too. She was good. 
I forget her name. She would if, 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 if I had to go with like a, like a minor actor actress actor, she would get my uh she she gets it for sure. You, you didn't like her when she went to tie her shoes. By the way, a theme of this movie: the boots, the shoes. And she looks up. You didn't you didn't sense that fear in her. She like, had this fear. Might be the killer. And then nothing happened with it. It's not her fault. She got she got scared and couldn't even identify the man on the card. It was dark. Now why she get scared then? <laughs> why she just scared? She wanted for her life. What do you mean? You talking the first scene? Yeah, I'm talking. talking the they were, I'm talking they were in the police precinct. Well, she didn't know. What? You, she can't ID if they don't know. If she don't know who did it. Well, when she looked up at him, she got scared there too as well. I would be too. Scared of what though? She knows it was him. You know, uh, that's a point of this movie. I feel like I feel like this movie is trying to teach us something about the way police do their investigations. I don't want to get too much into this, but they were they were doing that that whole thing with, uh, you know, eyewitness accounts and all kinds of stuff. I don't even want to get into it. The execution was poor. <laughs> huh. The execution was poor. True words have never been spoken on this podcast. All right. Um, what is your uh, best uh, outstanding featuring scene? I don't even know I have one. It's tough. The corner, I guess. With the... We can't. We can't go back to her. <laughs> <laughs> that well the is corner. Dry. She's pulling the bullet. I don't know. I'm not going Denzel with the haunted ghost, like looking looking at him. That that whole scene was weird. I didn't know what was going oh, on that, in the that hotel. The fuck out of me, dude. I didn't yeah. know what was going on. All right, that that <laughs> well, was like well, all the all the girls popped up uh, out yeah. there. Yeah, that's yeah. that's just scared the fuck. I'm like, what is going on here? What is going on? I thought they were doing some Sixth Sense thing here. No, I thought it was. I honestly thought that he um he's in L.A. <laughs> I thought he had uh he's lonely. <laughs> I thought he had uh he, he picked up a few. I, I know he got game. <laughs> My son's going to state, big state. <laughs> I ain't know what's going on that scene, man. This, yeah. By the way, Ray Allen can't act for shit, so I just want to throw it out there. No, it was horrible. It was horrible. He could he could say LeBron in, in a must win game. He could do that, but he can't act for shit. So no, he can't act. That's why he hasn't done anything since. Spike Lee overrated, by the way. Uh, I'm not saying that. But I'm not saying. But but I have to go through his. I have to go through his filmography before I say he's done. He's done some like 25 hours. Um. Uh, jungle. Uh, was it Jungle Fever? Yeah. Yeah. He's. I mean, he's done some. Uh, and some other movies off top of here. I can't remember right now. Shit. But he's done. He's done too many classics. Early on, that he's he's good to go. Oh, god damn! Excuse good? me. Yeah, yeah, that's uh. I, I like this movie. <laughs> a little bit. It's a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Um, best uh, best supporting line. Oh yeah, you want to go first? Actually, I have. Actually, I, I don't I have, have a supporting line. I, they're all main characters. Let's be honest here. Yeah, it's, you know, honestly, this yeah. movie is Washington, Roming, Leto. That's what this yeah. movie is. And the one guy from The Wire. Just to give credit, because it's The Wire. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know when you saw him, you were like, "Oh, that's the guy from The Docs from The Wire, season two. Yeah. Tell Who's me you didn't say guy? that. You don't even know his name. I don't know his name, but I was I like, oh, it's, it's the dude from The Wire season two. Yeah, I don't know his name, but yeah, he was there. Uh, I thought that <laughs> I thought there. Denzel's last speech to uh, to Rami was um, was pretty good. And he says here that uh, it's the little things that rip you apart. It's the little things that get you caught. When he's talking about when they uh, buried uh, Jer- uh, Jared Leto's body. Yeah. He said, you, you dig this man up. This is how you dig this man up. When you look him up on the search, when you inquire about him. 
That's how you bring him back to life. You give him energy. You give him oxygen, pretty much. That's how you get caught. And then it goes. It flashes back to showing how the coroner and his uh his um this uh the other detective looked out for him when he shot the girl in the chest, and they said that she died of uh what of um something else. I don't know, a, a trauma to the head, something. But and you see the, the similarities with that that he's trying to pretty much save. Rami's character at this point too as well so I thought that was uh that was pretty interesting kind of ties the little things it's just the little things that uh this movie was bad all right never mind let's go on (laughs) (laughs) should we talk about the the boots and how they work on this or do we even care go ahead you you brought it up you might as well uh don't tease people well well the theory is is when uh Denzel's character first uh at the very beginning of the movie when he searches the bag and uh, the he has the boots in the bag as evidence that mm-hmm. that is the actual killer's boots that we do not see in this film, and <laughs> yeah, it, it, you believe it's the actual uh, killer's boots, but they don't run it because you remember he gets a plea deal for robbery or something, so there's right. no need to run it. Uh, so the, it's the little things that get you caught, uh, Jimmy. So in that, there's the. Uh, when the uh, the girl sees Jared Leto's character, she's tying her shoes, looks at the boots, go, uh, looks up. And then when Denzel breaks into the house to uh, plant the evidence or to, or to throw all his stuff away, he's wearing the shoes, or the boots uh, from the supposed killer. Denzel is? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So who's the killer? We don't know. But they leave us the first person at the. <clears throat> we don't really actually see their face in the movie. We don't. Well, I was curious if you may have solved it. I think it's, it's just open to interpretation, whatever you think it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's Leto. No, it's not. Yeah, I don't think Leto was a killer. Especially, at all. Uh, we, we see the limp with Leto. The, our killer didn't have a limp. Right. I mean, there's, there's too much about. Uh... This movie sucks at what it's trying to do. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say, man? <laughs> like, we're trying, but we're not really. All right, soundtrack category. Oh, I do have one. I do have one. The uh, soundtrack? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bullshit that. No, the the, the best quote. Um, when Denzel and Rami are in the car, uh, they're, they're staking out. They, they followed uh, Jerry character. They went to the strip club. They, they followed him through the bus, downtown traffic. They go at night, and Rami like falls asleep, and he like hits the thing, right? He's having okay. a, a, a baby uh, tantrum. Yeah. And, and then it goes, we work the case. All you can do is work the case. It's like fishing. You go days without a strike, and then all of a sudden, that bang. And this could have went for a comedic scene, but uh, Rami replies, I'm fucking dying here. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, why don't you go and I'll put him to bed. <laughs> Rami, <laughs> fuck you. There you go. That's what I expected. No, they actually know what that was a good one. That was a that's, good that's, that's a, that's a, that's a comedic scene. That was yeah. good. That was, that was, good. That was a little lethal weapon. I got one more. Uh, do you believe in God, Joe? When I see a sunrise or a thunderstorm or doing the ground, yes, I think there's a guy. When I see all this, I think he's long past giving this shit. Uh, I actually almost went with that one, but I was like, he's not really a supporting character, so I didn't want to go with it. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's not. But I still do. I still went the Denzel one in the end, so I could have went with that one. This I did. Is... I did. I did see that line. I was like, oh, that's that's smooth. That's smooth. All right, soundtrack category. Uh, what's your At best last. soundtrack moment from 
Was that at last we get to the end? <laughs> like, no, it's at, it is at last because there's nothing else. What do you want I, to say? I, I have no soundtrack moment from this entire uh, movie. It's weird they picked at last. I was yeah. like, what's going? They they tried to do that hollowness of it with the warmth. They tried to do that black mirror white Christmas thing going on. Right, didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah. Um. What? What? I have nothing either. What? Uh. What is? What song does reminds you or feels like? Uh, the little things. If this, if this movie was a soundtrack or or a track, what would it be? Full disclosure, I forgot. What, what you I got? have one. What? What you got? Uh, so this is one of Denzel's, probably one of his worst movies, as yeah. far as his catalog goes. Mm-hmm. So I had to pick up one of uh Kanye's worst um albums and tracks as oh, far as one. his category, yes, yeah, his uh catalog goes. So I went with On Sight from Jesus. <sighs> Like on site to me just sounds like just noise on top of noise all over the place. Like it sounds like it's something good there. It's something it's something to be had mm-hmm. if you really dig for it. But when you dig for it, like Rami did in this movie with Jared Leto, you find nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you keep digging all over the place, and you still find nothing to the fact you want to take that goddamn shovel. And smack this movie across the uh, the face with it. So let's talk about it. That's what the movie's trying to do, right? You the perception of the police with the killer. At least, at least this is what I think the director's trying to uh, portray. The right and the wire tried to do this. The perception and the, the cops under pressure to try to to get a guy with murder. Jared Leto was a lot of things in this movie. Based on the evidence, he's not a murderer. And I think they were trying to do the any any given day thing. Because Rami hits him with the shovel right to the head. Bam. I mean, he was instant out. kill. Instant, instant kill. kill. That dude was flawless gone. victory. Yeah. Uh, and they were trying to do that thing where good people do bad things, the bad thing people do good things, and I'm not having it. This movie sucked. Um, one thing for me is that the actual the case itself was really just the backdrop. Everything was the parallels between Denzel's character. Hmm. And mm-hmm. Rami's character, as Denzel was, he was a golden, the golden, uh, the golden child as far as uh, detectives go. But he fucked up, and he uh, pretty much had to go elsewhere to, you know, in, in shame. And then he comes back, and Rami's the, uh, you know, the hot shot detective that the uh, right. the um, the precinct loves. But he's trying to go down the drain too, as well. And he actually right. goes, he actually falls off the cliff when actually killing Leto. And it's up to Denzel to really rescue him back. But it's all the little things that build up to that that shows, you know, why the little things are important. And Jared Leto is also there for some reason. What what do you think of the uh, the supposed twist? Well, not supposed, but the twist that Denzel with the that he he was covering up a crime. Um. That's probably the realest part of the movie. I mean, how often do you think that happens? Probably a lot more than we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, that's going without speculation. Like, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of human factors in between there. The coroner, the friendship with uh, Denzel, his, um, right. you know, his, his, his buddy detective too as well. They don't see him go down for a mistake if it could be cleaned up. And so they clean it up. But somebody still had to pay the price and Denzel's career paid the price. So he had to go. So, like I say, it's the little things that get you caught. The little things that fuck you up. 
this movie, if this movie was made in 2010, they would have all been fucked up. This movie only works in that, that time period because if um, if Jared Leto had a cell phone on him, then the last part, the last place he was actually found at, oh yeah, was pinged off a sat uh, a, a tower, was right around that area too as well, and they was able to co-locate uh, Rami and Denzel's cell phone too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, this movie, this movie only exists in the '90s or the '80s. And honestly, I did some research. This script was written. In the in the early ago. in the nineties, yeah. yeah, this, this script is old. This script is thirty years old. It kept getting passed around the studio to studio. Then eventually, huh. it got greenlit. Yeah, and Denzel was like, "Damn, this shit hot." And Jarrell was like, "Yeah, you're right." The Rom is like, "Sign me up too." <laughs> wow, this is absolutely wow. Yeah, but that's what I have for a soundtrack moment. I do have one. Uh, you were you were called. First okay. of all, we're bashing this movie. We're not saying it's bad. It's just, it, it's, it is what it is. I have a. If you have the, Curry, Clay Thompson, Durant on a team. <laughs> and that's the other part. And of the this. best you get is uh, the, uh, eliminated in the first round of seven games. That's what you have here. You have the, a trifecta of actors. They're on top of the world. They're the Clippers. They are the Clippers. And the director is Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers directed this movie. This shit took place in L.A. There it is. They're the Andy Reid dream team. <laughs> that equal team? <laughs> the equal team, yeah. With Vince Young and Ronnie Brown. And- <laughs> uh, I have a song, uh, just because of the detectiveness. Uh, Joe Budden, Secrets. That's my record. Oh, why, why that? Because it's... You being the Joe Budden fan. Because it, it, it plays off with the detective, the storytelling. It has this three-way storytelling trifecta thing going on. It works. Joe Budden does love his stories. It does. It's okay, a, it's it's a it's it's not a bad story. It's, it's not. not a bad record. Yeah. Uh, last call category. Thank God. Iconic Kodak moment. I have none. None. There's nothing in this movie that'll last. You. No. It, it, they tried to make it the Red Beret at the end. It's not. No. Nothing about this. What do you, what, you think about that thing? What do you think about that? Let me. Well, he's trying to give him his piece. That it was Jared Leto's character. Because he was out of it. I mean, you saw him, his kids oh, in front of him playing around. Oh, yeah, there's no way that's house trauma. Pool. Yeah, exactly. He just like can't. you said, we were talking about that cycle, the little things, and Denzel going through that, losing his family. You could see the cycle, same thing was going to happen, right? And I think Denzel was kind of trying to block that as a chain of events. I uh, thought that scene was actually fantastic that Denzel did that. I thought that was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And then to him burning everything up at the end. yeah. They uh, go inside to eat dinner. Yeah, with the dog that they showed at the beginning, like the dog. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. What's going I've on. seen you in two weeks. What's your person? Oh, the iconic moment. Uh, yeah. Nothing. There's yeah, nothing. I got nothing. Nothing. How do you think this movie will age? Yeah, you remember when we were quarantining and that movie from HBO Max came out? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, though. This, if, if, if the Judas and the, uh, the Black Messiah is as good as I think it's going to be, this movie is going to be just it's because as far as our catalog goes, it's it's just going to be another podcast. We I did that movie. At least we had some comedic moments in this pod because this 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 movie isn't doing us any justice either. It's not much hype. I mean, I've, I've been on I've been online. I mean, the movie came out. The reason why this movie got talked about as much as it did was a Denzel B trade the streaming. If this movie went to honestly, if this movie went to box office, went to the theaters, 
It would have bombed. Yep. This movie would have bombed, dude. It would have, it would have lost money. I'm pretty sure that everybody's taking losses somehow. But first week, uh, little things, 27 million. Next week, 18 million. Woo. What's your budget? I don't know. 80? 80 million? And it's coming out in the winter when it's not movies that's really rolling out to begin with at this point. This movie would have been, um, and things said this movie's not very good. That's why it came out in July or January. Like, honestly, because this thing exists in like June or July in the no, summer no, movie no. season. Oh my God. Could you imagine? No. Uh, how do you think this movie's going to do on uh, the careers of uh, uh, Leto and, um, and Denzel? It'll be like on site for Kanye. It's just a song you have. Yeah, that's it. Oh, the budget for this movie was only thirty million. It would have made it would have made his money back because it was so cheap to make and it had good actors. But what well, then again, the budget's thirty million. Oh, but not including yeah the, the the what you pay the actors. Yeah, probably because Denzel he's twenty million walking. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jared Leto ain't cheap either. Yep. So yeah, this movie would have uh yeah somebody would have got somebody would have got fired. Where somebody should have gotten fired for this one. Someone should still get fired for this one. Damn, bro. It should roll, right? Not every Denzel <laughs> movie can be a hit. Obviously. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you love the Equalizer. Equalizer you, one, yes. You love Safe House. Actually, I watched Safe House the other day. It's, it's pretty good. It's entertaining. Yeah. Good. yeah, Isaac Frost. I watched it the other day. Yeah. It's on HBO Max. I, I I had, I had to watch off this movie with at least some kind of Denzel performance. You went to Safe House? <laughs> <laughs> it was there. And they said, they, hey, he played a great CIA detective in that one. He did. He did his thing. Ryan, I, he did. He did really good. Uh, Ryan Edwards. Uh, not Ryan Edwards, but uh, Ryan um, Reynolds. Another quarterback. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. He was just, <laughs> just kind of there for that movie, if you ask me. Like, it could have been up and coming. Yeah, exactly. Like, it wasn't like. And then you could you could tell when they're both on the screen that he just Denzel is literally walking circles around him as his character and acting too as well. Um, yeah, this movie's not going to age too well. Uh, do you want to have a sequel to this movie? No. Do you want to see what happens when the FBI comes in in the movie and see if they actually catch the guy? No, I'm good. Do you want to see what happens next with uh, the adventures of uh, Denzel and his dog in the middle of nowhere? No, I'm good. How about Rami and his family? Also good. Interesting. Yeah, I don't want to see that shit either. Um, I'm I'm completely done with this movie. I don't. I had to watch. I, I read. I had to read plot points to make sure I, I refamiliarize myself with the movie because I couldn't bring myself back to watch it again. I had to make sure that I was solid on my material and I knew what I was talking about. But damn, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Well, my friend, we got through it. We got through it. Kind of like the movie. <laughs> Look, rainy day, TNT, when it's on, you got nothing else? Oh, the TNT movie with the commercials? Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, know, you see, it's the Dark Knight Rises again. This is a movie, like, if you're watching with commercials, and, like, you turn where the commercial comes on, but what you're watching is too good, and you want to turn, and you end up turning back, maybe, like, 20 minutes later, mm-hmm. and you realize you missed nothing. Mm-hmm. 
That's what this movie is. Wow. <laughs> it, is what it, it is what it is, man. What do you want me to do? Not tell y'all the truth. You want me to lie to you? I could do that. I could lie to you. I can tell you everything's going to be good. It's the little things that matter. It's the little parts of this podcast that makes us great. This movie does not matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spit on my drink. Yeah, that's, I don't have much more of this. This is... <sighs> well, like we said, Judas and the Black Messiah. We'll see. You watching it tomorrow or are you going to watch it this weekend? Oh, there's no football on Sundays no more, so probably Sunday. Close on Sundays. You my Chick-fil-A. <sighs> you my little God, things. That's awful. <laughs> this movie's not too far above that. It's 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 above that album. Anything's above that album. If this movie was in the MCU, this would be Thor 2. Accurate. Or it'll be the Hulk. The Hulk makes sense. Discombobulated. Nah, Thor 2 makes sense. I mean, Thor didn't even know what Thor 2 was in, in Endgame. He was trying to explain that shit. Yeah, I mean, he was lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's definitely Thor 2. Definitely Thor yeah. 2. This is an MCU movie. Yep. Ugh. All right. That's that. Ah. Wash that off of us. All right, my friend. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to get out of here on this one. Yep. Yeah. Let's go then. Next time. Yes, please. Please, Judas. Judas, save me. Save us. Wow. 